Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Cell Phone Legion raises their camera phones in unison at the beginning of every rock show. Concert goers who are there to see rock and roll ignore this distraction just to rock out. But when a man... A woman decide to have a conversation during a rock and roll show, a loud conversation, it becomes distracting. It becomes aggravating. You have to ask yourself why these people are there. Why did they come? If they're not going to watch the show, they're going to talk about everything from laundry to doctor appointments to their children to their work environment. These conversations could have been done in the car on the way there or at the after-show taco celebration. But no, men and women talking amongst themselves, talking to babysitters, FaceTiming their children. If you paid money to go see one of your favorite bands in concert, go there for the show. Don't distract others. Don't be entitled. Don't be rude. And for those that do, You have now entered Tales of the Douche. Welcome, everybody, to the world premiere, first episode of The Hook Rocks, Tales of the Douche. The Douche! What is Tales of the Douche, you might ask? Well, for all you rock fans out there, your concert goers, musicians, bands, this is your opportunity to vent. Vent your frustration on the distractions the people distractions, the people annoying the shit out of you at concerts. Inconsiderate. Yes. Inconsiderate passages. While you're trying to watch a rock and roll show. And at some point during the show, you look at an individual and you go, what a fucking douchebag. (laughs) That is the essence of Tales of the Douche. The Douche. Now, we've all experienced douchebags at concerts, shitheads, inconsiderate people, people that think they are the only ones that exist at the concert. 
You're trying to rock out. You're trying to have a good time. And let's just say this first. Rocking out, dancing, fists in the air, jumping up and down, completely acceptable at a rock and roll show. Completely acceptable, right? But I think I think also if everyone else is doing it, it's, it's helpful. <laughs> well, yes, but I understand. I understand someone's need to, you know, have you know, dance and and rock out and fists in the air and have a good time. I completely accept that. I will not get annoyed at that individual. I will not refer to them in my head as a douchebag. But let's share our experiences of loud talkers. First of all, I forgot to welcome in our guest, our co-host of Tales of the Douche, is my concert buddy. <laughs> is my concert yeah. buddy who has appeared on the Butch Walker episode, the cover band episode, who helped me intro the band Kodiak. And that is Mr. Chris Ricardo. How are you doing today, Chris? What's going on? I am doing awesome. Thank you very much. This is uh, becoming quite the pleasure to be joining you on these things. I hope it's not too much of a pleasure because then you have a problem. So, um. oh, okay. <laughs> not like that. All right. Well, I got you. But Tales of the Douche, you and I have gone to dozens and dozens of concerts, hundreds of concerts, probably over the last half dozen years. And every show, we get an experience with an idiot, with a jackass, with a douchebag. Every, 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 every show. single. Every show. There's always at least one. I was thinking they were just following us around because uh, I don't know how it happens every single time. I, I feel like, I feel, well, yeah, I feel like there are repeat offenders out there. Well, as we go into these episodes of Tales of the Douche, there will be an, a story of an individual that I had the experience of <laughs> having them distract me and be douchey twice at two different shows completely as, as coincidental. I was saying that as I was saying that I was thinking I've heard this story before wait oh there is a story about that so yeah yes we will get into that in a later episode today's episode is about loud talkers you know those people who think their circle of friends at the show are the only ones at the venue and they talk about things like their laundry their boss at work, the people they work with, who they're upset with on Facebook, how they're going to the gynecologist next week. It's just... <laughs> all it, true stories. All, all true, true stories. stories. <laughs> all true stories. And they're talking loud because, of course, they need to because they're at a rock and roll show. So you need to talk loud. But while they're doing that, they're distracting everybody at the show everybody <laughs> hears about their gynecologist visit and what's wrong with their vagina everybody hears about the problems they have with their boss how they're pissed off at their brother on Facebook or their sister or their friend or whomever it's a distraction they, they piss off they piss off Jay Scott and almost yeah. get into fights <laughs> see I have a I have a process I have a process when someone's talking loud right I try to make eye contact with them that's the first that's the first move. And the eye contact is like the equivalent to mob guy dead eyes. Like yeah, it's a signal. It's, it's a, it's a it's, signal. Something's it's, it's, not right. Right. It's 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 my attempt to be somewhat polite without going over there and cracking skulls. 
Okay. I mean, so I just try to get their attention. I, I, I just look at them. Like just acknowledge, acknowledge, acknowledge that you can hear them. Yes. Over everything else. Yes. You annoying douchebag. So if that doesn't work, okay, then I give them the, like the like the shrug of the shoulders with the hands up, like like the dude, like what's your fucking problem? Shut up. <laughs> and usually I get one of two responses when I do that, and you've experienced this. So I either get the oh sorry man sorry. Or I get the attitude back. Like, them talking is okay. And I'm the jerk for being upset about it. You're the one in the wrong. I'm the one in the wrong. I'm the one in the wrong. And then, like, the third look is, like, I'm going to kill you, cut you up into little pieces, (laughs) and bury you around the city (laughs) in garbage bags. The only thing I'm... My favorite comment from you was, like, have you ever been to a concert before? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do have this problem. Like when someone's really upsetting me at a concert, I completely, this is, and this is the essence of the problem. This is why it's a problem. I completely forget about the show and I start looking at them as to where I'm going to make the first incision of the knife when I start chopping them up. Yeah. You know, do yeah. I start with the I'm, abdomen? I'm with do I start with the legs, the arms, the neck? Like, what do I, like, what, what do I do? And then, like, for like two minutes, I get wrapped up in how I'm going to dismember. Yeah, you're, you're totally focused on yeah. the douchebag that won't stop talking, and you're trying to figure out how you can fix the situation. Yeah. I, yeah. I try not to get, uh, my, my, my goal is to not get annoyed before I get to that point. Um, I know that's different than your tactic, <laughs> but you're, you're right. My attention gets totally drawn off the fact that I'm there to see this particular band and I can't enjoy myself because I'm really fighting the urge to get pissed. You know, you're already distracted at a show. It's, it's a foregone mm-hmm. conclusion that when the show starts, a legion of cell phone cameras go up in the air and people yeah. start filming the show. That's a given. That's like to be expected, right? Because yeah. everybody needs these concert videos on their phone that they're never going to watch ever. Never. Nope. And when they're out of data, because, when, the, the sound quality is so good on those too. You know? right. Yeah, the sound quality is supreme on those cell phone cameras. And then, like you know, when you're when you're trying to delete files because like you're almost at your max on your phone. Guess which ones get deleted first, folks? Yeah. Those concert yeah. videos that you filmed that bothered the crap out of everybody behind you. Mm-hmm. That's what gets deleted first. You may watch them once, okay? You know, when you're when you're at Easter or Christmas or, you know, Flag Day barbecues, you pull out your cell phone, you're not going to be showing people concert videos from so-and-so band that came through town. And the person that you want them to watch doesn't want to watch them either. Like, they don't have yeah. any interest in seeing your poor quality videos with poor sound yeah. that's in the middle of a song that doesn't record the whole song, just a snippet. Meanwhile, you just cause a distraction for everybody behind you. But again, that's a foregone conclusion. That is the world we live in today. Is Everybody has a f- camera on them. Everybody has... Yeah. Something that can record a recording device, it's with them everywhere. That is the state of the world we live in. 
Okay. Hey man, you used to be that guy. I used to be that guy. You're absolutely right. And then yeah. I realized what a douchebag <laughs> I was being, and I stopped. I stopped because Thank I'm like, I, I'm being a douche because everyone's <laughs> like distracted. And then the other thing, the other aspect of the problem with filming shows on your cell phone is you're not present. You're not watching the show. You're watching through a lens. You're watching through a camera phone. So you're yeah. you're you're more your, your mind is you're distracted. You're distracted, you're distracted from the show. You you are you are more without, without realizing it. Yes, you're more concerned about how the quality is. If you're getting everybody in the frame, what you're getting filming, the angle, getting the angle. You're not present yeah. at the show. Your 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 mind is in a little screen, okay. And then when you leave the show. You don't even know if you had a good time because you really didn't experience a good time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. tell me I'm wrong. Someone out there, tell me I'm wrong on that, and I'll I'll buy you I'll buy you a gazoo. But but my my first memorable experience with loud talkers has to be the Rival Sun show in April of 2017. I want to say, or was it 2016? It was in the spring that year you got tickets at the house of blues and you upgraded to the vip seating which yeah we got good tickets yeah it was right behind the soundboard and there and i don't know how all the other house of blues are set up i don't know if they're similar or not but in chicago there's the soundboard and then there's like this uh raised platform behind you and there's tables yeah it's like two or three steps up higher than everybody else. So it's a great view directly to the stage. It's it's awesome. And this was the first time you and I had seen Rival Sons, right? I I know it was the first time for me. Was it the first time for you? Um, yes. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So first first time seeing this kick-ass band that you and I both wanted to see for a while. We really liked them. You know, we wanted to see how they were live. We heard good things. So we were excited. So we went to dinner before at the House of Blues restaurant. I had the shrimp and grits, which the Chipotle <laughs> shrimp and grits, which is remains one of my top five meals of all time. I get it every time I go to the Crossroads restaurant at the almost almost every time. Yeah, when they when they when they don't have private parties and the kitchen can can yeah. make it. Remember that? Who did we see where I was like upset because I didn't get my Chipotle shrimp and grits? Was it that a Butch Walker show? Was it the Butch Walker show or was it was it um, Steel Panther? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Can't I can't remember. There was a bunch of people with us, and I almost broke down and cried. I needed my blankie. I think when they told the, me. I think that was the Butch show. Okay. Yeah, I think that was the Butch show. The Butch quit, uh, Christmas show. So yeah, I I, I ordered yeah. the shrimp, the Chipotle shrimp and grits. And they said, oh, we can't make it today because the kitchen's closed for a private party. And I almost broke down. And <laughs> I, I needed I needed comfort at that moment because yeah. all day long I, thought I was... That, all, I, thought, I thought that kicked off your your uh, your mood for the douches, but that was a different show. That was a different show. We didn't really experience a lot of douches at the Butch Walker Chris, Christmas show, though. No, it was because everybody's fucking cool at a Butch Walker Everybody show. <laughs> is cool at a Butch Walker show. <laughs> Ninety nine percent, ninety nine. Yes, and we've been to plenty, but yeah. So anyway, we're at this show. We get our seats. You know, the opening act is playing, and and I'm not really taking in the crowd at this point with the opening act. I'm you know I'm kind of 
listening, but there's no one really distracting me yet because the place is probably half full at that point. You know, not everybody's there. So the but so the Revival Sun show starts, and they come out and they're cranking, they're jamming, and and you and I are blown away. Like, dude, yeah. these guys speechless jar on the table. <laughs> total real deal. If you have not yeah. seen the Rival Sons, you have to go see them. I I don't know if they're going to be playing smaller venues anymore. I think they're slowly building up. I think the last time they came to Chicago was it, they played at the Aragon Brawl Room, which is also the Aragon Ballroom, mm. and that's a two thousand seater, eighteen hundred two thousand seater, I believe. And what's what's House of Blues? Uh, sixteen hundred, I think. Okay, so. It seems smaller than comparable, that. Comparable, but yeah, Aragon's got to be bigger than that. Yeah, I think, I think, I think House of Blues is like twelve hundred thousand to twelve hundred. I don't know. Mm, no, because I played, I played there, and was, was I think we were pretty close to selling the thing out. So that's how I know the number. <laughs> okay. Well, then maybe, maybe Aragon's bigger. Maybe Aragon's closer to three thousand. But nevertheless, the point is, is that Rival Sons is starting to. Move in terms of popularity, and good yeah. for them because they deserve it because they're a great band. So Agreed. yes, so we're at the show being blown away by awesomeness of Rival Sons. Yeah, okay? sheer awesomeness. I mean, just J. J. Buchanan is just awesome. The, the singer, just a great voice. If you want to hear a singer like a mix between like a Paul Rogers, Robert Plant, yeah, total, totally. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so. At the table next to us is five individuals that are talking. And as the show goes, they're talking louder and louder, laughing, cackling. Like, they are not watching the show. They are, they are completely oblivious to rival sons. They're chit-chatters. Chit-chatters. Loud right chit-chatters. Yeah, right next to us. Yep. So I do the look. I do the look. The The... The mob dead eye look like I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna crack your fucking skull, you know if you don't shut up. But that doesn't work. They just keep plowing through, and and they're they're in the midst of a conversation ranging from laundry to literally yes literally talking about laundry. They are talking about laundry at the rival son show. Laundry. Yep. Like this could not wait. This could not wait for the car ride home. This conversation could not be taken care of on the car ride in, right? I mean, they probably took an SUV or a minivan based on the fact that there's five people. So there's plenty yeah. to talk about. There's, you know, traffic in the city of Chicago is very pl- prevalent, especially I think we were there on a, on a Friday night or a Saturday night or something like that. Was it a weeknight? I don't remember. But nevertheless, there's always traffic yeah, into the city. Yeah, regardless of the day. Yeah. So they're talking about laundry. They're talking about work. They're talking about this, that. I mean, it's just, and it's loud, right? I mean, it's not like they're they're talking like you can barely hear them. They're talking amongst themselves. Yeah, they were drinking pretty good, too. So I think that always helps. That always helps. Getting a little lit up and, and obnoxious on top of it. So then I give the second look. The second look is kind of like the, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Why are you here? That kind of look. Like, you're not watching the show. Everyone can hear what you're talking about. Nobody wants to hear what you're talking about. Why are you here? Why? 
why did you come? So then I decide to take the chicken shit way out of it and get the manager. Okay. When, when, when Jay gets the manager, that means I'm afraid of what I'm going to do to those individuals. So I need somebody <laughs> to buffer me before I lose my shit. Okay. So the manager comes over. I'm like, you know, they're being really loud and we can't, I mean, we're being distracted. And she's like, yeah, you know, I've said something to them already. So I'm not the only one. This is not me just right. being a prima donna right. no. and being a bitch, you know, like, like I am, you know, thankfully I, I, I believe we have strength in numbers at this point. So yeah. she goes over and says something to them again. And what do they do? What do they do, Chris? Tell the people what they do. Is, it, is that when they started, like, oh, it's too loud at a concert? Are we being too loud? And Were they just kind of assholes about it? And they came over to the table where we're sitting at. <laughs> like, not only are you distracting me from your table 10 feet away from me, now you're invading my space while fucking yeah. show's going on. What's wrong with you yeah. people? Oh. Yeah, they were they didn't they didn't get it. Didn't get it at all. Yeah, and now and then one guy's putting his hand on my shoulder, so now he's touching me and I'm really uncomfortable now. I'm just pissed and I'm trying to watch the show and it's just I'm 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 ready I'm ready to go like just ballistic. But I, I, Defcon Four, Defcon Four is like a, an inch away from happening, and I and I just and I turn around and if you remember, I turned around and I think you didn't know what I was gonna do. You're like you're probably like oh oh shit, here it comes. And I turned around. I'm like, we're trying to watch the show. Can you leave us alone? Yeah. And like it totally yeah. like shut him up because it was like if you don't, shit's gonna happen. Okay. And they went back, and I think they left after that because they were gone. They didn't go back to the Yeah. So. Yeah, I just remember it being pretty tense. Like, a couple of the couple of the drunk ladies were kind of, like, just being obnoxious after that. You know, like, oh, don't. They're, they're like, shushing. You know, they're like, shh, be quiet. Don't be too loud. You know, it's like, oh, man, they're just going to be jerks now. And then, yeah, I think they wound up finally leaving and we got to enjoy the last four songs or something like that <laughs> it was it was horrible it really was yeah all five of those people qualify as douchebags on the highest level like they are like <laughs> supreme lead, leader douchebags totally all-star douchebags oh man so then the manager comes and like she gives us our her, her card and she's like anytime you guys need tickets for anything you know let me know we never took her up on it um, yeah. I actually stayed away from that place for a while because I was so pissed. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to a show here anymore. But you come to realize it's at every show. It doesn't matter. It's the House of Blues. It, it really doesn't is. matter at what yeah. venue. It's every show. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what happens almost two years later at a Rival Sun show in the spring of 2019? I bring my son. First time he's ever seen... Rival Sons. It's an all-ages show. I think you were on one of your wilderness hippie, yeah. hippie trips. Um, yeah. 
making sandals. Making sandals out in, in the in the desert in Utah or the mountains of Utah or whatever. My lowered boards, my yucca sandals. So we're at the show. Again, we do dinner. Crossroads is closed this time, to my disappointment, so I'm unable to get my Chipotle shrimp and grits. So we went up to the, the, the what's the room up there? The uh, foundation uh, room. The foundation room. And we get the the apple slice thing that they had. Remember that? And then we got the... Uh, oh, what was that? What was that? Oh, it's got, yeah, it's like this, I don't know. It's just really good. And when they had the mm-hmm. uh, the fried cauliflower, which is really good. It's really good stuff. Kind of like your yuppie-ish type stuff. But you're in the city of Chicago. You know, when in Rome, do what the Romans do, basically. So we go down to the show. And to my surprise, it's not that packed. Like when we went down there, like we got good. There's no seats, but we got a good place in the general admission pit. We were probably yeah. the equivalent to like three, four rows, five rows back. And I'm like, wow, this is great. This is awesome. So the opening band is this uh, band from Canada called the Sheepdogs, which are really cool. They got kind of like a Neil Young, Credence type of thing going, uh, you know, kind of like a a Southern rock type of vibe. They're from Canada, but they, they, they just jam. They're really, really good. So we were happy to see them, especially my son, who was all into them before the show. He's like, Dad, Sheepdogs are playing. They're really good. So Rival Sons comes on again, again, blowing me away, blowing the doors off the joints for their new album, their new tour, Feral Roots, totally stoked about it. And then about 20 minutes in, everything just goes south. Everything just goes south. The people around me, people in front of me, the people behind me. So let's start with the guy that's directly in front of me off to my left, okay? This guy does not even say a word the whole show and does not move the whole show in fact to the point where i didn't know if it was a live human being because all i could see was his hoodie i didn't know if it was like a stage prop i'm like this dude has not moved and where was he he was right in front of me to the left so like pretty much even with my left shoulder like did not move. like he would be a great like covert op Secret Service guy. Is he like up against the rail or something? No, no, no. Just standing, huh? not moving. Not moving the whole hour and a half <laughs> to two hours. Kid you not. Thought that's it was a little me. strange. That, that's me. I thought it was a little strange, but you know what? I'm not complaining. I got a guy yeah. who's dead silent, not moving off to the left yeah. of me. Things are good. You know, it's a little odd, a little strange, but things are good. Off to the right of me and my son. <laughs> We got Southside Johnny and three of his compadres, okay? And if you're not from Chicago, there's the north side and there's the south side, okay? Chris and I are from the north. Chris is really from New Jersey through Florida up through the north side of Chicago. I'm born and raised northwest suburbs, north side of Chicago. So there's a difference between south side and north side, and, and everyone can always tell the difference. If you go to a club like Reggie's downtown, you're going to get a lot of Southside people, okay? And if you go to a place like the Aragon or uh, the Riviera, it's mostly Northside people, okay? Yeah. So they're fine. You know, they're singing along. They're having a good time. 
the guy so decided, basically it's the, the, the south side guy has a has a white socks hat on and a hoodie and jeans and the north side guy has a cubs hat on and cargo shorts and flip flops pretty much pretty much usually <laughs> that, usually that kind of that kind of sums it up usually <laughs> south side people are really into jorts and if you're not familiar with jorts those are jean shorts yeah yeah a lot of that jorts too. on the yeah. south side a lot of jorts that hang hang down past your knees or right. somewhere a lot of right shirtless, in the middle of a kneecap. A lot of shirtless driving from June first to September first in the South Side. Right. You know, gold you know, chains kind of come to mind. Yeah, gold chains. The, the you got the maluk, the 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 Italian horns, frequently yeah. uh, being displayed yeah. in the South Side around someone's neck. You've got a lot of leather jackets with sports logos on them, like not just plain black leather jackets you've got like the super bowl 18 on the back leather imprint on the jacket uh you've got a lot yeah, of totally leather leather yes, yes. leather <laughs> and and you've got a lot of like i said you know jorts a perception of an odor <laughs> there is a different like odor on the south side yes perceive to have an odor although you might not even be close enough to smell them but just by the look of them, it's like, yeah, that guy smells. A lot of sweaty people from the south side. People, yeah. I mean, I, mean yeah. I think the sweat glands on the south side are way more active because they're closer <laughs> to Indiana. We're going to get killed, dude. <laughs> a, lot more, a, lot more, a lot more sweaty people. You, you got the you chemicals. Change my name on the intro. A lot of, <laughs> lot, of, lot, of, lot of chemicals coming over from Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana is right off the south you know, South Suburbs yeah. has a very yeah. recognizable mm-hmm. odor. I don't know if that gets into the water Petroleum system. refineries. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that has something to do with the odor of the people on the South Side, but it does exist. <laughs> it just does. You know? I mean, if you, you've been to the Forge, right? The Forge is in Joliet, which is like Southwest. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. hardcore South side people that's like, everybody smells like cigarettes everybody like and everybody's that's smoking <laughs> everybody's like like the laws of smoking that exist all around the country do not exist in the south side south mm-hmm. suburbs of chicago mm-hmm. you know everyone yeah smells, i think even if even if the people don't smoke they just still smell like smoke because yeah. they're from the south yeah, it gets into the walls it gets into the clothes it's just <laughs> yeah you know there's a lot of a lot of different places like on the south side too i mean it's just it's just different. It's like a totally different country. If you've ever been to the Chicago area and you've experienced the South Side and the North Side, it's completely completely different. So, with that being said, okay. <laughs> so the South Side Johnny and his compadres. There's there's two women, two men. I assume they're both husband and wives, and one of them is related to somebody. Maybe the the women are. Maybe the the men are. I didn't have time to really figure it out. I didn't have time to care. I didn't ask any questions. I was just kind of accepting to the fact that they were next to me. And four songs into it, they started to be a distraction. And one woman in particular gets on the phone during the show. Oh, jeez. During the show. There is music playing at this point. And she's on the phone with her hand covering the other ear. Like, that's going to help. Oh, my. From what I gathered during my distraction from them is that she's on the phone with her babysitter okay now us both being parents if we have to take a call or call our babysitter we're gonna go like outside you know like outside the venue 
you know, where the doors are, where the sound is muffled, <laughs> to have a conversation with a babysitter who's watching your children. Okay. Your eight kids. Whatever. And she proceeds to scream into the phone. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And she looks at her husband. I can't hear her. Well, no. I can't hear anything she's saying. No fucking shit. You're at a concert. You're at a concert. You can't hear people on the phone while a concert's going on. What is wrong with you? So then she decides to finally leave and go have a conversation, which she should have done from the very beginning. And then the guy looks at me. One of the guys was really tall. And I'm 6'2", so I'm not, you know, exactly an extra from the Wizard of Oz. So, I'm, you know, I'm 6'2". You're what, six feet? Yeah. Okay. So we're not, you know, we're, we're above the average height of a human being on the planet, right? I think the average height is like 5'10", just under 5'11". So, dude is probably like 6'4", 6'5", right? So, all of a sudden, he puts his arm around me. And then he puts his arm around my son, and he starts talking to my son. What? And and this is all while the show's going on, right? So, he takes his arm off my son, and then he looks, my son looks at me, I go, I go, what was that all about? He's like, I'll tell you later. Apparently, (laughs) he was asking about me being his brother. Now I'm 45 years old, okay? And I look <laughs> I look probably between 40 and 45, maybe late 30s, but between you know, I don't look like I'm 14 years old or 15 years old. Okay? I have, you know, I have a goatee. There's no reason anyone would think my son and I are brothers. So he tell he's, he's depends on what influence you're under at the yeah, time. Yeah. So then directly in front of me, front row, woman sitting front row. Okay. This is all happening within like a 10, 15 minute span of time. Okay. And you know me, dude. I'm like incredibly frustrated. My, you know, my shoulders are starting to like, you know, kick out. My <laughs> elbows are starting to kick out. I'm starting to get like, you know, the, the, the blood starting is starting to, to boil a little sweat. bit. Yeah. I'm starting to get like, sweat on your forehead. <laughs> like, I'm going to freaking go at it. <laughs> Directly in front of me is a woman FaceTiming her child oh, at the show. FaceTiming her. Is this child. a different a different person? This is completely different. This is completely so. Oh, so let, let's set it up. Same group. Different group. Different group. So let's set okay. it up. So I got I got mannequin guy directly off to my left who's not moving. <laughs> who I don't know if is really alive. I don't know if it's a stage prop. I got Southside Johnny and his compadres off putting his arm around me. The 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 wife of one of the of the, one of the dudes is on the phone yelling at her babysitter because she can't hear her because she's at a rock and roll show and dead center is Blondie with, you know, with her phone out, FaceTiming her son. And this is all happening, like, within 10 to 15 minutes of each other. Then, off to the left of Blondie FaceTiming, I got dude with a hairpiece, okay, dry-humping his girlfriend or wife next to her. Like, dry-humping. Okay, because she had jeans wow. on, he had jeans on. They were both up n- near their waist. They were, you know, n- 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 the pants were not down near the feet or the ankles, folks. And you could see him thrusting into her. And I'm just thinking to myself, where the fuck am I? What has happened to my rival son show? What has happened to me enjoying this concert? 
with your son witnessing all with, of it. With my son witnessing <laughs> every single moment of it. And he's seen Dad, me. Dad, where did you take me? And he sees me just like he's looking at me because he knows he knows the look like when I'm ready to like, yeah. you know. And yeah. I and I kept calm and I you know I just I just was just I'm just gonna enjoy this I'm just gonna accept the fact that I'm around people that are douchebags douchebags I'm, I'm I I mean I'm I'm counting at least a dozen douchebags <laughs> with me around me during the whole show <sighs> yeah so both yeah, times so like, like it's a good thing I did miss that one both times rival sons both times at the House of Blues. Wow. It and I, I don't know. I don't know why people talk at a show. Because even Southside Johnny and his compadres, when when the when the mother, the wife came back, they were still talking amongst themselves. In fact, two of them had their backs turned to the stage as the show's going oh, on and they're talking amongst themselves. And I'm just like Why even be there, man? Why why why, why even here? be there? Why are yeah. you here? Like, stay home. Stay home. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. They're not interested. They can't hear each other's conversation. So, and then they're ruining it for people around them. It's like, why even be there? It was horrific. It was, and and it's, it's an, it's a ongoing theme for you and I who go to these shows and have to deal with these people. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, what are you I doing? I just feel like I attract them. <laughs> they're, they're attracted to me. They all surround me. It's, oh, man. So have you ever done this? Have you ever, like, said, like, reached out to somebody or someone you knew was at the show and you didn't maybe plan on seeing them there, but you wound up meeting them there and, um, like, kind of hanging out and then the show starts? And they don't stop talking. <laughs> I've had that Man, happen. Man, what do I do now? I've had that happen to me. Yeah. I, I yeah, have. I think we went to we went to a show with someone we've never been with, and he was I think he was talking the whole time. It's like, dude, and it's like so awkward because it's kind of like they say something, and I'll just like look at him and go, yeah, shake my head, and then turn back around and watch the watch the band, like like constantly, like they don't get the hint. It's like, dude, just stop talking to me. I'm not engaging in conversation right now was that at the butch walker christmas show at the house of blues yeah that was one of them and then i've i've been yeah. to uh another one like seeing some you know like virtuoso guitar player type thing where it's like i just want to see this guy and have him blow my mind and my buddy is yapping my ear off next to me it's like dude no stop <laughs> see that's why i think you and i enjoy going to shows together because we don't have to stand next to each other sometimes you go and like go sit stand somewhere else and i'm somewhere else and it doesn't bother us right you know it's like it's like whatever dude you're over there i'm yeah. over here i'm enjoying the show yeah. i could care less if you're next to me if you're 10 feet behind right. me who cares i'm watching yeah. the show sometimes i don't want to i don't want to deal with the people so i'll just hang out in the back it really depends on i guess um the show and who it is and how i'm feeling you know because some, sometimes i'm like fuck it and just just bash up to the front Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to deal with people at all tonight. And then, you know, there's always this 50, 50 percent chance you're going to kill someone. So, you know, that's a deterrent from standing next to you as well. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I think the, like, I don't want to yeah. get in a fight tonight. I'm just going to stay in the back. Now, 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 just, just, just to, just to, uh, to announce this, I have never gotten into a fight at a show. Okay. I have never, at least since I've been like my early 20s, that's a different story. But, you know, since I've been, you know, adulting and a parent and, you know, a professional, I do not, I, I have not gotten in a fight. I've been close. Yeah. I've been, th- I've thought about it, you know, but when I was younger, I always used to laugh at like the 45, 50 year olds getting in fights and stuff like that. And I don't want to be looked, I don't, I don't want to do that. Unless the guy yeah. comes at me or someone comes at me, you know, I'm not going to, to partake in that. But the, the, the thought is there, the out of body experience does happen. I do see myself like pummeling someone, but you know, I'm able to control and myself. It also, it also just creates like a, just a negative vibe, you yes. know, when, when stuff like that's happening, yes. you can't like, you can't like relax and get back into the show. It's hard. You have to like get away. You have to separate yourself from those yeah. people, you know? Yeah, you really do. You know, like, you never know. You never know what these douches are going to do either. You know, say something to them. They might, they might throw a swing, you know? Well, that's the thing. Like when you do call somebody out on loud talking, they act like you're the jerk, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when someone cuts you off in traffic and you honk the horn, they give you the finger. Like, dude, yeah. you just cut me off. <laughs> right? Like, I'm allowed to honk. I'm allowed to go, ar, 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 ar. you know, I'm allowed to do that because you were just a jackass yeah. in traffic. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's just, it's a reflection on society. It is just what happens now. People are in their own world. They're in their own reality. They are not yeah. considered. They're not empathetic of the people around them. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. I was at a Blackberry Smoke Show, uh, the one that I went to with my son again, and you went with me the next night or the night or two nights after. You went to the one yeah. in Rockford. I can't wait for those guys to come back. Oh, again. totally, man. They're working on a new album, so that should mm-hmm. be. So, so my son and I are at the show in Waukegan, Illinois, which is. A north suburb of Chicago near the Wisconsin border. Yeah, almost, almost yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, and they play the Genesee Theater, great venue, one of those old vaudeville theaters, and that you know small towns used to have. They used to show movies at them, and they used to have the vaudeville acts at them. So now a lot of them have been turned into concert halls. So we go see Blackberry Smoke, and it's an acoustic setting, right? It's like a stripped down, laid back setting. Blackberry Smoke was tremendous. So, opening act yeah. plays. The opening act is Ida May, which is one of my favorite oh, yeah. new acts. Oh my god, those! It's a husband they and wife. Amazing, absolutely awesome. So, yeah. at that point, the theater's probably about forty percent full. At that point, you know, because there's not a lot of people going to see Ida May. I think a lot of Blackberry Smoke fans are still out in the bar area and whatever. So, Blackberry Smoke is comes on. They start playing, and like two songs into it this large group of people come into the show. That in itself is distracting when 20 people just decide to come into the show and they all know each other and they're all laughing and cackling and everything and they sit down probably six, seven rows behind us. And it's like, dude, like a show's going on. Respect the band that's playing on there. Blackberry Smoke fans do carry a odor of a green leafy substance with them. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. Some, it's uh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. But there, there, these people sit down, and two guys in particular are just 
talking really loud, purposely talking loud to be a distraction. You know how when you can tell someone's just doing it to get attention? And I turn around, and I do the mob guy dead eye look. And it worked. <laughs> it worked the first time. They, like, sunk down in their seats, and you didn't hear a peep from them the whole show. Because I also think, too, some of their friends were like, shut the, shut the fuck up, man. Come on, dude. You know? So I think there was a little yeah. bit of that involved. Yeah. I don't think it was just all my look of intimidation. But So, yeah. So, again, you know, it's like people think that they're the only ones that exist in a room, at a concert venue. You see it everywhere. You know, when you, you know, one of the biggest things that I hate is when I'm out and about at a store running errands and people are talking on their cell phones while they're shopping. I yeah. don't, I don't, yeah. very rarely do I carry on a conversation in a public place. Very, yeah. very rarely. Um, well, when people have their, their earbuds in and they're, they're talking with someone and you have no idea if they're talking to you or not because they're just walking by yeah. and they just say something and you're like, what? Uh, I'm sorry. You, know, you, you, you don't know if they're, like, you don't know if they're crazy or not. You don't know if they're just talking yeah. to themselves. You have no idea identifying someone who's got an issue, you know? But that's a whole other story. Yeah, but, I feel just I feel rude doing that. Yeah, or like when people walk in the grocery store and they're on the phone, but they don't have the earbuds. They have the person on speaker, and then yeah. they're yeah. talking. So now you're getting both ends yep. of the conversation. One's all distorted. <laughs> the person's yelling in the speakerphone, and you're just trying to buy, you know, peanut butter. <laughs> and I got to deal with someone talking about, you know. Don't forget the toilet paper, Nancy. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's just it's just how people are now. People are very into themselves and who they're with, and they don't care about anybody else. I mean, if people really cared about the person next to them or whatever, as it has, it's just has everything to do with just being respectful to the human being that you're next yeah. to. You know, just just be respectful, and that's our story for today kids is that when you do go to a concert and you do go to a show be respectful of the people around you know that people are there to hear music have a good time rock out they don't want to hear your conversations they don't want to hear what's on your mind they're there they paid good money as did you to see a rock and roll show so in the future boys and girls when you do go to the concert when you do go to a show Mum's the word. Quiet. Enjoy the show. Get the fist in the air and rock out. Dance up and down. Do whatever you want. But conversations need to end when you walk in the hall or when the band gets on stage. And that is our public service announcement today for Tales of the Douche. Myself and Chris Ricardo enjoy your company. We enjoy you stopping by and listening. And we look forward to the next episode of Tales of the Douche. The Douche.
Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.